Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage. And I'm Dennis, the Bodymeister. We have reviewed about 400 indie movies on the channel and today's one was once again directly picked for us by one of our awesome Masala Meister tier supporters. Sangram Kadeka chose the 2011 Marathi language dark satirical comedy Deol. Deol, which can be translated as The Temple, was written by Girish Kulkarni and directed by Umesh Kulkarni. It also stars Girish Kulkarni alongside Nana Patekar, Dili Prabhavalkar and Sonali Kulkarni. Deol won three national film awards, Best Dialogue, Best Actor and Best Feature Film. It has been on our radar for quite some time and I'm happy that we finally got to it. And also finally did another Marathi movie together. What was the last one we did together? I think it's Lapachapi that was in October 2020. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. It's Girish Kulkarni's Kishav who sets the story of Deol in motion. He's a simple young man who lives in the small village Mangarul in the Indian state of Maharashtra. At the beginning of the film he has a divine encounter. Or at least he thinks he has. I guess that's up for the audience to decide for themselves. He encounters Lord Datta, and while he is advised by Anna, the most respected figure in the village, a voice of reason, that such questions of faith are a personal matter, it's already too late and it doesn't take long until everyone in that small village knows about it. Girish Kulkarni's Keshav sets the story in motion, and he's also doing it literally because it's his screenplay after all. But Deol is really more of an ensemble film, and you might argue that the aspiring politician Bao Galanda is the actual protagonist. He is played by Nana Pateka, who I have seen in Salam Bombay, and we of course have seen him in the powerful and touching Natsamrat, where he gives an incredible performance. Well, he's great here as well, and so is the rest of this big ensemble. Deol is a dark comedy, but it's not one that's over the top or goofy or anything. The humor comes naturally from the characters, but more so from the wit and satire of the script. How Girish Kulkarni tackles these delicate topics is really good. How he sets his story in this exemplary village, and by doing that, he shines a light on the bigger mechanisms, how religion, politics, commercialization and globalization intertwine. I think the overall message and the approach of Deo are pretty clear, and yet there are a lot of nuances and nice little touches to it. My favorite being the juxtaposition of these archaeological burial grounds on one side, and on the other, later in the film, this big temple to worship a god, or rather to commercialize a god, and attract tourists and believers. Yes, on one side you can see people learn something about the past through scientific means, something that's of value for the present and future. And on the other side you have superstition and exploitation. But I also like that the movie doesn't make it too simple. It's not a black and white matter, it's more complex. And while the means are pretty corrupt and borderline criminal, the village is still doing better than before and its people finally get access to more modern life improvements. Of course it's still the wrong and dangerous way and the initial plan was to build a hospital. Something that's of actual, factual importance, which a temple isn't. But Deol is not anti-religion. It's only advocating that faith is something very personal and that it gets exploited by people who seek power. But I guess it's kind of a double-edged sword, which is nice because it makes you think one or the other way. When you see how every department of life is absorbed by this fanatic religious machinery, how the calm of this village is just gone and traded with the total hustle and bustle. In any case, Deol is a very poignant and accurate criticism. India is or has become a country in which religion is used to steer the masses. Without going into more details, but I was certainly reminded of Hindu nationalism. It's not directly addressed, but implemented as a darker, more dangerous thing that's lurking in the background. 
And in that regard, I also thought it's super relevant and also pretty universal, because the United States right now are more and more turning into a Christian nationalist country, which is really scary to say the least. Especially if the reasonable people, like Anna in the movie, see no other option but leaving. Anna and Bao have a pretty fascinating conversation right before Anna leaves the village. He says that it's impossible to stop this spinning wheel now. And he's of course right. Everything has become a merchandise property, almost like an IP, like Star Wars or Marvel and all that. Yeah, but aside from the satirical elements, Deol also works because of its many interpersonal moments. For example, the down-to-earth conversation between Anna and Bao that you just mentioned. Or the conversations between Keshav and Anna. But it's not just the interpersonal moments, because we also have this really moving relationship between Keshav and his Kaukardi, which is of course also quite symbolical, because cows are regarded holy in Hinduism. It's in those moments where these characters really come alive and are allowed to be more than just pawns in the bigger satire. There are several beautiful little relationships established between the people of this village. Bao and his wife, Keshav and Pinky, or Keshav and Anna, or Keshav and Kardi. All these relationships make Deol so much richer. I was very touched by the moment where Keshav sees how sad Anna has become at a village meeting, where it's decided to build a temple instead of a hospital. Like we said, Keshav is a simple man and he had no idea what his divine encounter would lead to. One moment that stuck in my mind takes place right after the conversation between Anna and Bao. Bao is interviewed because he's been nominated for the state elections and he talks about the soil and how it has blessed them all and then he wants to worship it and get down to grab some but all he finds is concrete and he says to his people, get some soil. There's nothing left, no value to anything anymore. The song Poda Data Nam Tao boils that down to the essence. It's a fun song, but there of course also resonates this repellent way of how things are exploited. Now, it honestly feels a bit cheap, but I can't help but once again see the movie's biggest flaw in its rather long runtime and a bit too slow pace. With 2 hours and 15 minutes, it feels like the movie is meandering quite a bit and I wished it would have streamlined some of it. Yeah, I agree. I think the point the movie tries to make is made pretty fast, so some things become repetitious. But because of the way the story changes towards the end, how Keshav knowingly or unknowingly goes on this very personal journey to find himself or some kind of peace, I was able to live with the length overall. The movie consciously slows down, the hustle and bustle gets pushed in the background, if only for a short while. Now, before we get to the conclusion, of course we recognize Nadiruddin Shah. Apparently this was his debut in the Marathi film industry. You just thought about all the people writing comments about how we could not talk about him or if we even recognized him, didn't you? Exactly. So, what would we say in German about Deol? Deol ist geistreich, authentisch, witzig und in seiner Satire auch immer etwas düster und zynisch. Eine insgesamt gute Mischung, die die etwas zu lange Laufzeit verschmerzbar macht. I give Deol 7 out of 10. It's more like 7.4, but I don't do that. For me, it's also 7 out of 10. And it's also more like 7.4, but I also don't do that either. Did you know that Lord Datatreya is the incarnation of Lord Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva in one single form? He incarnated on this earth in this form to relieve the people from the clutches of ignorance and light their hearts with wisdom and spiritual joy. And I totally believe it. Thanks, buddy Meister. So, what are your thoughts about Deol? Leave a comment. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and also on Patreon, simply at the Jimmy Cage. 
And you can hit me up on Twitter at TheBuddyMeister. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all we have to tell.